Back home, a senior Labour MP has gone a step too far for his party in labelling Israel's actions in Gaza genocide. Damien O'Connor was one of a number of opposition MPs dismayed at the government's refusal to call for an immediate ceasefire. Instead, the coalition passed a motion calling for all parties in the region to take urgent steps towards establishing a ceasefire. Here is our political reporter, Giles Dexter. Normal service has resumed at Parliament, kicking off with a topic anything but normal. Before the first question time of the new term, the House passed a motion calling for steps to be taken towards a ceasefire in Gaza. It was a passionate debate. I wonder how many more thousands of innocent people we could have saved if the world had applied that pressure and that call many, many, many weeks ago. Even elected members of the New Zealand Parliament have felt free to use Hamas slogans like from the river to the sea, which if you take Hamas seriously, and we should, do mean the eradication of Israel and its people. We're seeing the bombing of hospitals. We're seeing the bombing of homes, refugee camps, schools, churches, for goodness sake. That's not self-defence. While the motion passed, opposition parties questioned why it wasn't a call for an immediate ceasefire and wanted the government to go further. And in an emotional speech, Labour's Associate Foreign Affairs spokesperson Damien O'Connor ended up going further than his own party's position. No person with any ounce of moral courage can see this as anything but horrific. Nothing more than a genocide. While the Greens and Te Pāti Māori have for weeks been describing what's happening in Gaza genocide, Damien O'Connor's colleague Phil Twyford, whose amendment calling for a two-state solution was adopted, says it's not Labour's phrasing. Well, there's a lot of views on that and um, certainly a lot of people who believe it is. But there is a big body of uh, international law uh, that has very strict definitions and qualifications about the use of the word genocide. And that's the reason, by and large, most governments are very cautious about using the word. The Foreign Affairs Minister, who spoke with his Israeli opposite number last night, wants to see the evidence. Winston Peters says such a definition would be up to a judicial body like the International Criminal Court. When we have seen international bodies charged with the conclusions that might arise from such an investigation, coming to those conclusions and not beforehand by making allegations without again laying out the factual evidence. Labour leader Chris Hipkins acknowledged Damien O'Connor's passion for the issue and says he respects the emotion and feelings shown during the debate. But he says it's up to the relevant international bodies to determine whether Israel's actions breach international law. The Greens' foreign affairs spokesperson, Goloris Gutterman, says there's no reason to wait. The significance of um, the, the word genocide is that the Genocide Convention imposes an obligation on us to prevent genocide. We don't have to wait to make sure that that's what it is, as Winston Peters suggests. We have an obligation to act the minute there's any evidence that a genocide might occur. The Prime Minister is defending why the government is not calling for an immediate ceasefire. Both sides actually need to be able to do so. 
uh, and that means that they both have to agree to be able to put down their arms. They both have to actually agree to cease fighting across the whole area of the conflict in Gaza and in Israel. And both parties actually need to commit to a political process and a peace process to resolve their differences. But the opposition says that sounds like the government's waiting for there to be a ceasefire before it calls for one.